I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Heather, my phone started getting text messages at 7.15 this morning. Really? Yeah, that's how my day's going. How's your day going? Well, that's pretty, kind of late in the morning for me. Is it? I start rapid fire texting at <laughs> 6 a.m. <laughs> because I forget people don't wake up as early as, I'm an early riser, so, uh, I and I have to quickly apologize, and then some of these people are in, in different time zones, yeah. you know, so... I, t- I, uh, yeah. I feel like on a couple of messages, you've been like, did I wake you up? Yes. Did I wake you Every up? Every <laughs> Saturday morning, 6 And the answer is yes. yes. And the answer is always yes. Sorry. Hey, we just wrapped up like Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all that crap we talked about yes. last week. Did you get any deals, sister? Well, ironically, I got sucked into one Black Friday deal that, you know, again, I tried it. I tried it out. It was a I've been wanting those really big nutcrackers for your front porch, like the tall ones, but they're like $1 million. Yes. Well, Home Depot had this, this deal. I would say it was a steal. Okay. A steal. But you know, you had to pay $35 for shipping (laughs) or you go pick it up yourself. And I was like, no, I'm not going to pay shipping. I'll go pick it up. Well, I didn't realize it was pretty much an hour away from my house. So yesterday I drove a solid two hours to pick up these nutcrackers. And spent $35 in gas. And $35 in gas. Okay. The Did Starbucks they- I had to get on the way there. Just, yeah. And they're awesome. Great. They worked out? They worked out. Oh my God, I can't wait to see them. I know, they're cute. Because you're prepping for the tour of your home with a million strangers. Yes. Okay. Are you need like a Xanax or I something? Need, I need whatever. Tranquilizer. It is, I, it, if you were to come to my house right now, you would be, they, they put in shower glass door yesterday mm-hmm. and finished a closet last night. So you're doing good. Doing good. You're doing fine. Doing good. Hey, I know we could just sit here and chit chat, obviously, but we are back in action this week and we have a guest with yes. us. Shall I introduce him? Yep. Go for it. Awesome. Listener, this week we have Dale Sherman with Chubby Hubby Inspections, which we're going to get into that name here in a little bit. He is from Leroy, New York, a fellow Yankee. Apparently I'm a Yankee too, being from Nebraska, but we're again, we're going to talk to him more about that, according to Heather. Um, he is a professional inspector in Texas, which he has so kindly shared with us the difference between that and another type of inspector. And he is actually the only inspector in Texas who has a master's degree in aeronautical sciences. Fascinating. He lives with his family in Fort Worth. He has been an inspector for eight years, and he has so kindly joined us on the podcast yes, today. Thank you. Welcome, Dale. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Pleasure being here with you, ladies. Good, good. You sound like you've done this before, Dale. Never. Never. First time right here on the podcast. Well, thank you so much for being here, Dale. I know that you don't listen to this podcast because we just found that out, <laughs> um, but the way that you get on is you have a story to tell us, and I would love to know just some of the craziest inspection stories that you you want to tell us. Okay. You know, COVID hit us hard. Yes, it did. When oh, we yeah. did COVID, you'd go into a house and everybody's there. Yes. That was one of my questions. Yeah. Oh my okay. God. Everybody's there. Just so, staring at you. I was, yeah. And they're following you around. <laughs> Kids are taking your mouse from your laptop <laughs> and, you know, cats or dogs are biting you. Well, I was doing a house and it was an older gentleman who was selling the house. 
And it was, this house is perfect. Of course it is. Never yeah. find an issue with this. And yes. I'm going around taking pictures. Right. What are you taking pictures of? I cannot tell you. <laughs> oh, my cannot God. cannot tell you what's wrong with your house. Yeah. And I explained to him, I can only tell the person that's paying me to do oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going around, and I go in this powder room, and he says, I just put that sink and cabinet in. It's perfect. You won't find anything wrong with it. Anytime they actually say it's perfect, I'm not running a small business in my house, like Grant told us. I mean, all these stories that have come on, there's always something. You're, you're looking at it going, I can't wait to find out what's wrong with this. Yep, exactly. So I turn on the water, and I open the cabinet, and underneath the sink is one of the, have you ever seen those corrugated things yeah, under the sink like for a dishwasher yeah it's kind of but they make one for a drain okay so i lean down and i take a picture and he goes why'd you take a picture of it <gasps> oh my gosh i said because it's not right he goes what do you mean it's not right i said the plumbing code states uh-huh. that the drains have to be smooth walled i said this is corrugated so it's not right he goes, well, they sell them at Home Depot. Oh, God. And I said, well, they sell drugs on the corner. It doesn't mean you should take them. And from then on, he quit following me he around. He quit following you around. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting because that was one of my questions is like when, a peop- when the sellers are there just following you around, like oh. that's got to be so hard. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like when you and I, Heather, have to go show a house and the other agents there or even the or people the that seller. own it. Yes. I mean, nothing. I had to do one like that last night, Heather, where the agent had to be present. And we walked around at the world's slowest pace and looked at all the features only for the agent to leave. And I looked at the buyers and I was like, what do you guys think? They're like, oh, no, we don't like it at all. I'm like, cool. All right. Lego. Let's get out of here. Dale, that's unbelievable. Isn't it? It just makes all of our lives harder, doesn't yeah, it? And I had one lady want me to wear a Tyvek suit. What? She hands me a Tyvek oh, suit and said, Would COVID? you wear this? And I said, No, I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> well, I want you to wear it. So I'm not going to. Oh, I said, my God. If you have an issue with it, call your agent. Yeah. She yeah. can call me. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently, you don't want to sell this house. Yeah. And then, okay, you don't need to wear it. That's unreal. But, you know, you're gloved up and you're masked up. Right, up, gloved, right. Yes. yes. It's and all they, coming back to me. Every now. time you touch something, a lady wanted me to change gloves. And I said, <gasps> we're out of gloves. <laughs> we're expensive. out of gloves. You know, yes. I'll just keep washing my hands. So, <gasps> Oh, I it bet you are a, very glad to kind of be out of that oh, rough yeah. patch that we were all in. Yeah. But I didn't really always think about how that was maybe affecting you guys. but oh, and, yeah. and even from your standpoint, just having to go in other people's homes yeah. during this weird time. Yeah, it was. Oh, So, um, Dale, you and I have worked together a bunch. Heather, you've Mm -hmm, worked with Dale, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Great guy, super funny. And I got to know the name. I got to know the name. Chubby Hubby. What's going on? Well, when I worked at Lockheed, I was planning my exit from Lockheed. Okay. And at that time, I was into home repair because that's what I was trained in in high school, home repair. So I was doing home repair. And I said, well, if I leave, I'm going to have to start a company. And I said, it'll be the house doctor. And I had a logo made up of a house and a stethoscope. And I I'm thinking, it. you know, that's not real catchy. <laughs> it ought to be something catchy, like yeah. chubby hubby. <laughs> it is catchy. Uh, and it say. rhymes. It's amazing. Can't forget it. it. At that time, I weighed 350 pounds. I was going to say, you're nowhere near a chubby yeah, person. I, I so I that's weighed, why we're confused. Yeah, I used to weigh 350 pounds. Wow. Really? Yeah. This is a weight loss story you as well. You know, I love that. <laughs> 
better not. living through surgery. That's okay. the way that works. Oh, well, you okay. look fantastic. And does this uh, new and improved Dale find it easier to crawl under the houses that we all force you to do? I can get through a 12 by 18 inch hole now. Unbelievable, Dale. Oh my gosh. You got to have one arm up, one arm down. <laughs> so if amazing. If there's anything under there that's going to chase you, you're not getting out fast. Okay. Has so, anything ever chased you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had a raccoon follow me. Well, I'll tell you a story. I used to inspect with a guy named Brian Garrett. He okay. owns another inspection company. Brian and I worked together for four years. It was the best time we've ever oh, had. Oh, that's fun. Have it, a buddy. We said we were going to change the name to Two Idiots in a Truck, <laughs> you know, because it was just fun. I would have hired you, Dale. And, yeah. Yeah. And Brian, it was my turn to go under the house. So Brian's laying on his stomach and he's taking pictures you know, like we always do yeah. before oh, yeah. we start. And I jump down and I lay down and Brian's going, get out, get out of the hole, get out now. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. So up I come. <laughs> Scuttling out. Well, what's going on? And he shows me a picture of two red eyes back <gasps> in the corner. Oh my gosh. And if that's a possum with babies, Uh-oh. it's coming at you. So Mm-mm. we were done with yep. that crawl yep. space. You were like, looks day. good. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think yeah. it's fine from here. It's what totally I see is fine. <laughs> totally fine. Close the hatch now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, and I had a raccoon follow me one time. It didn't have babies, but wherever I went, it was right on under the house. Under the house, which is so bizarre. Right on my leg. I mean, why? Why is it following you? I don't even know. You just told me a story about a cat. You need to share that story. Okay, and I was under a. Cats are the worst. I love cats. I have two I cats. I agree. I have a cat, and they are the worst. Right. I have a cat, and I love her. Okay, yes. but that's not that's I, neither I have here nor there. Two cats, there. you know, and I love cats. But when you're in a house, you know, you're up in the attic. You leave the attic ladder down. Next thing you know, oh. the cats coming down the yep. attic ladder. You Absolutely. lock them in They're always there. All up in your business. I used to have to like. We had a really fat cat, and I literally would have to bribe it with How fat. Hate. 22 pounds, 22 pound, big orange tabby. And I used to have to bribe it with ham to get out of the attic. I swear to God. I swear to God. Well, I got a 27 pound orange Whoa. tabby. In the, y'all need to stop giving your cats ham. And when he gets in the attic, I have to go to the other end of the house and open the ladder because he oh will go gosh. across and down the other ladder. And that's how we have to get him out. So we think people are making our lives harder. It's actually the cats. It's, actually the, it's cats. the cats. Oh, uh, We could do a whole cats. week long episode about cats and how they if i see cat if i don't you like if you're yeah, in the showing yeah. instructions when you're about to go inspect oh, the same for showing cats. it's like Ugh. don't let the cats out absolutely uh, one house had treats out for the cats that we were supposed to give them like directions on when you reach the dining room there is a thing of treats please give you know ham and whatever the Cats' names were. You can't make this treats. up. But yeah, so here I am telling you the features of the home. And hold on one second. I have yeah, to give this cat a treat. And it's 27 pounds. Okay, but you said there was one under a house. So Not I go under the house. And I hadn't seen the cat. You know, but you know, there you see the cat boxes. And you yeah, see the, the evidence food. is there's, there. There's one here somewhere. Oh, yeah. So I'm under the house. And I'm crawling. And, you know, under the houses are not fun. No. You know, there's pipes and Sometimes there's sewage leaks. Oh my God. I was water. under one and there was a black widow's nest over oh. my head. And Stagnant I just, water. All those, yeah, it's all just nasty. This is, you're like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. This so is I'm, not what I said. So I'm crawling and I stop and I'm taking pictures. And next thing you know, something hits me on my neck oh God. with breath. Oh. <laughs> breath on my neck. So I jerked up and I hit my head on the floor, Joyce, and almost knocked myself out. I'm laying there in stars and I'm going, oh my God. 
And I roll over and I look. I'm like, what am I into now? You know, and I roll over and there's that stupid cat looking at me. <laughs> Under the house. Under the house. It came through the hole. You know, they're quiet. They're sneaky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It came up and it just smelled me on oh. the neck and freaked oh, me out, man. I was trying to kill you, Dale. I almost soiled myself. Did they? <laughs> heard that though that like technically all cats are doing all day long is thinking about how they can kill us and then once they realize they can't then they're like you know what i'm kidding just kidding i'll live here with you like i'll i'll assume my role i will be domesticated this is what i've heard so clearly I'm, they're trying to kill you yeah, trying to kill me under the house Dale. so i finally crawl and I, then i'm trying to get the cat so i'm going yeah. after the cat and he's ahead of me and we're <laughs> doing laps under the house i've had enough of you I'm done with you. Yeah. So I could stagger out of the hole, big lump on my head. Oh, forget um, it. Wet pants. Yeah, wet pants. <laughs> and so I climb out. I just left the hatch open. I said, I don't care if you're down there forever. I'll just leave them a note. Hey, your cat's under the house. Good luck. Done with it. So like 15 minutes later, it comes down the hall and it turns and looks at me like, ah, I got you. Yeah. And it turns and goes under the bed. And, and you're like, like oh, joke's man. on you. I'm going to go lock you under the house. Terrible. I shouldn't have left a note, right? Terrible. Cat. So, oh. Dale, I do want to get into your background and I want to find out a little bit more about obviously how you got into inspecting and everything. But I am dying to ask you a few questions okay. from a realtor's perspective. And yeah. I think Heather has a few too. Sure. But obviously, Heather, you and I talk a lot how, I mean, no offense, Dale, but like we dread this part of our jobs, we obviously. <laughs> we have looked and searched and found the perfect home for our buyers and everyone's in love. And then people like you come in and tell us it's falling down. And I always look at my buyers. I'm like, listen, this guy's about to come in and tell yeah. you this thing's falling down. Mm -hmm. And it's not. And we're going to figure it out and we're going to get through it. But one of the number one things that I kind of laugh about after we go through an inspection report with my buyers is they always look at me. They're like, well, is it up to code? And I oh I laughed. Yes. Do you get that yes. question, Heather? And, we, and it's such a broad. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Up to code. And I want to. <laughs> and I look at them, and I'm like, that that's not a thing. And I, I I want you to opine on it because the way I always tell them is, if you're buying a house that was built in 1908, nothing is quote unquote going to be up to code. We are going to look at this house yeah. from the year that it was built, and a bunch of crap's going to be grandfathered in, and a bunch of crap is probably not going to be what they would have done in a new build. But I guess I want to get your take on that it there's a lot of inspectors out there that i've dealt with and they they just scare the crap the out crap. of people and yes. i don't understand it Ooh. you know people love this house i mean the house is standing it's That's not right. falling in That's right okay? you know if it was I, I wouldn't went in and called you before we started exactly today. you may want to rethink this yeah. <laughs> um now I always start out when I talk to the buyers and say, this house was built in 1985. Yeah. It's built in 1985 code. Yes. Everything after that, if there has been no permits pulled, we are inspecting back to 1985. Right. Okay. Exactly. That's good, so yeah, that's a good, you are, write it that's down, That's where Heather. the term grandfather comes in. Because <laughs> in Fort Worth, we have to inspect the 2015 building code and 2020 electric code. Okay. So there's a big gap. Huge. So in my report, it says, hey, current standard state, we should have this. You know, wasn't there when you built your house. You're covered. If you want to do it, go ahead and do it later okay. on. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I tell them. But, okay. Yeah, because that's the problem. Again, in these historic neighborhoods that we sell in, and, you know, I even, I owned a 1943 house for 10 years. I mean, there was... I. 
nothing was probably done correctly oh, in there. Yeah. I know. And the biggest pain for me is when an inspector comes in, and I love all my inspectors so much, but and they come in and try to act, treat it like a new build. And yeah. I'm like, it's not a new not build. the inspectors we work with. No, no, no. They're good. Well, I had a, another agent. I had a listing in like an older neighborhood and did the inspection, and she literally just sent me the entire inspection oh. report and an amendment that said, please repair all items on inspection report. <laughs> I immediately called her. I'm like, hey, Debbie. That's not her name. I don't remember her name. <laughs> Hey, Debbie, um, can we talk about this? First of all, well, that's a question that I had. But anyway, yeah. I've never had that happen, Yes, either. just send me the whole 58-page inspection. Oh, Rep- my God. Addendum or, you know, see attached inspection and, and repair just fix everything. everything. Well, and not to sidetrack us, but Heather, I have a question for you on that. So Dale, I don't know if, so you probably know this, but like often in real estate, we try to be kind to the other party, right? Or at least I do from a buyer's perspective. And I'm like, Hey, I'm only going to send you the pages that we have the needs of our repairs, yes. right? Because if I send Heather the entire report, her sellers then have to disclose absolutely right. everything that was found, even though we're probably going to move through and, and purchase mm-hmm. the home. I was in one of those trainings and the woman was like, I absolutely send the report every time. And I thought to myself, I swear to God, if we're ever in a deal together, I'm going to no. my <laughs> life. So you no. don't do that either, Heather. You try to be courteous. Yes. Okay. Right. Somewhat, like the one I had yesterday, they asked for the whole inspection report. Oh. So I think it's t- usually when it's more of an, a flip or investment or yeah. like, and that's how when we do our flip houses, if you will, like, you know, even if this buyer walks, we want to know, like, what did we miss? What did we, what are we going to, but if it is a seller owner occupied, usually they don't want to. I mean, and I understand see, it. Me too. Same. Some of it is actually like Dale saying it was, that's how the house was built. And right. that is the quote unquote code that we're going with. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, Heather, did you want to ask Dale some questions? Um, you touched on a lot, but have you, and I, you kind of touched on this, like, have you ever, and how often do you just kind of like walk in and, and start and be like, and call the agent or the buyer and just say, I mean, does it happen like once a month, once a year? No, it's, Great it's question. Once every. It's maybe once a year. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was doing a house for Krista Holbert. Oh, yeah. Oh, Our friend. I, love and, her. Love and I got to the house and walking around and I got on the phone and I said, Krista. Oh. Really? Oh. <gasps> I said, this is not good. Uh-oh. She goes, well, hold on. Oh. <laughs> so a few minutes later, the phone rings. Okay, never mind. We're <gasps> done. We're good. Oh. We're she good. Says, no, yeah, just walk away. Really? I'm not going to do it. Really? I said, because I named it, I named off like six things. Just big enough to be a problem. Bad, the roof is bad. Oh. Stricture issues, plumbing issues. Are you sure you want me to continue? Because oh. I'll call if I think sure. it's, it's not going to be going to count. I call the agent and yeah. say, you may want to rethink this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, I don't, luckily you've never done that to me, Dale. Love you for <laughs> it, buddy. Love you for it. I have had other inspectors do it and I get it. I mean, they're just trying to save everybody a little money and time and whatnot. I have a question and you might not know this off the top of your head, but what's the longest report you've ever turned in? Um, 85 pages. Okay, see, I, I had one that long, not too long ago. And it had 70 pictures. <gasps> and it was for an agent buying a house. For themselves. For themselves. Oh. And I'm thinking, are you sure? see this? Yeah. yeah are you you sure? can't see the pool coming up out of the ground? No. Oh, yeah. Was it, it was a league bad. agent? No, no. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, no. You know, the retaining walls falling in, you know. But it's too large to even add as an attachment. Yeah. Like, exactly. Eh. Well, and you would almost think that if someone was buying a house in that condition, that it's either maybe an investor who's buying in cash and just going to come in and handle everything themselves or wouldn't actually do an inspection. Would you agree with yeah, that? I would agree. Like, yeah. why even bother with why the yeah. inspection at that but point? She thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, You're this like, is bad. okay. This is oh, no, this bad. is really bad. This is your money. <laughs> I gave her the, you want me to continue? Yes. Okay. We'll continue. Hey, Dale, did you buy the house? 
I don't know. Okay. I haven't talked to her since. Okay. I think she got mad at me Ooh. when she saw that report. Okay, right. that I guess that's my other thing, Dale. Do you often have people get very mad at you? Or, I mean, I, I would hope that they understand that you're kind of trying to come at it from a neutral perspective and just yeah. be honest and do your job. But do you ever have people yell at you or get angry with you? Yeah, not usually. Buyer, I mean sellers, you know. Sellers, Hey, yes. we got the report. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I can... You want the code number? I can go to each exactly. one of these and tell you where to find it. Right, but, right. You know, the buyers, I, you know, when I talk to them, say, look, this is, I'm here for you, yeah. working yeah. for you, and I don't want you to lose money and, and yeah. just go that route. The, the, they don't oh, really get mad. The, the importance of honesty in your job is amazing. You, you just have, and, and to be neutral as possible, I would argue. Obviously, you're doing this for the buyer, but it's super important. So you've been doing this for eight years. Mm -hmm. I would, we would love to know how you got into this. You know, I, it's way back, I started, I was a house guy. Um, I was in high school in the 70s. I don't remember much of the 70s. It was a smoky haze back then for all of us. But you could, you could go to school in New York and you could, um, go college bound. I said, I'm never going to college. Forget that. Or general education or the third track was technical you could go to school half a day and then go to another school like a votech for the other half a day so i took construction trade technology so they taught us framing and everything that has to do with a house it was great i graduated high school and i got on a framing crew in the summer in new york and it's just you know the weather's beautiful it's green it's just wonderful up in western new york and then the winter hit, <laughs> and I'm framing houses in and the snow, Yankees and then and I'm going. Y'all are both Yankees. Yeah, we know that winter. Forget yeah. it. That's yeah, terrible. That's why we're both here now. Yeah, I would imagine. Right. Well, when I got out of the military, I went to Florida. Oh I'm yeah, not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then There's when I was no in Florida, it snowed in Miami in 1983 when I got down there. Jeez, I can't get away from this. That's a great year, by the way. 83. <laughs> Heather was born, I was born in that year. Nice. Heather, I wasn't born yet. Anyways, keep going, yeah, Dale. I keep know. moving on. I was, I was in 83. I was working in a little Cessna dealership in Florida for people who brought in contraband. Oh, what? You have lived all the lives, Dale. Lucky wow. I'm alive. Yes. <laughs> right when I was born, you had lived yeah. a lot. Yeah, I had lived a lot. So um, you're up in New York, you're framing so I'm houses. I'm up in New York, I'm framing houses in the winter. I'm going, why didn't I see this coming? Yeah. So I just chalked it up to the smoky haze. Of I said, course. I got to go do something else. Yes. So I went in the military. Life together. <laughs> so I went in the military and I was in aviation. Okay. And all the while I'm in the military, I'm working on people's houses and they, hey, can you build a room addition for me? Yeah. So I'm doing all that. Oh, wow. And then I got out of the military and I went to work at a Cessna dealership and then I worked at the airlines. That's why I take a train. I don't fly <gasps> anymore because there's Dale? people like me working on airplanes. Don't tell me that. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, I hope Taylor's not listening. He's so afraid of flying. And then now you, this is what you're telling me. Oh I don't my God. love flying. I can get through. I don't just. No. It, Take Amtrak. The only thing with Amtrak is you just walk farther out of the woods when they derail. It. Oh, oh my gosh! God. We are just, just so home. happy holidays, folks. So uh, hope you're tra not I traveling. I worked with a, a friend in Florida who came to Fort Worth and he got hired at Lockheed, and then they needed someone to come teach aircraft maintenance, so they called me, and then I went to work for Lockheed, and again, all the while working on houses, and I was at Lockheed 32 years. Wow! I ended up being the 
training senior manager for maintenance and pilot training for F-16 in Fort Worth, C-130 in Georgia, and F-35 in Florida. And I was always on the road. Oh, sure. I, if I wasn't there, I was in the Middle East helping them sell training. So I was never home. My wife's father was living with us. We have a That's grandson that home. lives with us. <laughs> so I said, and then they said, hey, the training center in Fort Worth is going to close down. We're going to move you to Eglin, Florida. Mm-mm. And I said, no, nah, I can't no. go. Been, uh, been to Florida, done that. So I said, well, I better think of another plan. And two weeks later, they come out with a golden parachute. <gasps> we'll take it. So I took it. That, I, that listeners, I, is, is what corporate uh, employees want. Us realtors would know nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, I was, don't know what you're talking about. I got half, I got one week's pay for every year you've been there up to 26. Oh. It's a sweet deal. And awesome. then you could sell back your vacation. Well, I could never take vacation. I had 400 hours of vacation. <gasps> oh I was losing vacation at Lockheed because I would be somewhere and I'd get home. I'll take vacation. I get a call. Well, some guy just right. threatened to kill this guy. Oh, so God. Away I go again. <laughs> this <laughs> just, makes me feel like so low so, about what just, we do. I'm like, what, I never so, get those calls. Yeah, I mean, the man has lived 100 oh lives gosh. compared to us. We just sell houses. We're so boring compared yeah. to you, so Dale. I sold 400 hours back to Lockheed and after taxes, that check was $28,000. Hey, is Lockheed hiring? I know. Just kidding. Just kidding. kidding. I love my job. I'm not going to work at Lockheed. So, (laughs) and I mean, I was, I was making big bucks Yeah. and I walked away. And you thought I'm going to go crawl under houses (laughs) and get chased by raccoons and cats. So I, you know, I left and I started chubby hubby home repair and I was doing home repair and all the while in the back of my head, I thought, you know, when I bought this house, that friend of mine inspected this. Yeah. And I paid him money to walk around and look at my house. Yes. That's a sweet deal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I went, left and went to inspector school and started my own company. And the rest is history. Amazing. You just made me think of something. I have another inspector friend that, you know, I love and we ch- chat often. He told me once that he went out and did a, an inspection on a ranch that had multiple buildings, multiple acres, and he charged $12,000. Do you have anything like that, Dale? No. Dale, I, I got to get you in the ranch business. Uh, we got to get you out there. Um, it probably took see, two my, days. I, <laughs> I'm probably one of the cheapest inspectors in Fort Worth. You hear that, folks? <laughs> Dale Sherman with Chubby Hubby. Very my, affordable. My base is 350 and that includes a termite. Dale, oh, wow. no, Dale I, I know. I'm retired. I got an income. Dale, we love I'm you. I'm just doing oh. this for something to do, you know? I do. I, <laughs> well, and what I do love, I did not know. I love that you have a background in repair. Like, yes. I think that is huge. I I don't want to make assumptions, but I do feel like sometimes I may come across an inspector who may have just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. They might have been a bank teller. Correct. For example. That's and right. then they went to inspector school and now they're an inspector. But you have this side of it where you also know how things work, how they, and I just think that's so valuable. When to a corrugated buyer. pipe in a sink yeah. should not be there. I mean, you would have already known that from inspector school, but you can probably spot that from a mile away. Yeah. But even the background. home repairs you made back in New York or, you know, whatnot, <laughs> like you just, I don't know. I think that's so helpful. I do too. I I had a guy tell me once, I was in CE class, you know, we all take oh, the CE class, yeah. Yeah, the dreaded CE. And I was in class. And one of the guys said, it was like my first or second year, there was a guy in class who'd been an inspector for six years. And he made the statement, it takes you four years 
as an inspector before you ever know what you're doing. Oh, God. And I'm thinking, ah, that guy's crazy. And you know what? He was right. He was right. It takes like four years before you ever become really competent enough. That's incredible. I'd say the same for real estate. Real estate. I normally say one year at any job, right? I'm like, it just it's yeah. going to take you one year at to least, just yes. really understand. But I actually think you guys are right. We see so much in, uh, that is so different every time. And I, I, w- I wonder if you feel that way, Dale. But Heather and I are always talking about, doesn't matter how many years we've been in this, we learn something new at almost every deal because you just, you can't see it all in one deal. Do you feel that way about inspecting? Yeah. 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 I mean, I've gone in houses and say, I've seen it all. And then you look up and go, man, I've never seen that before. before. (laughs) I was in a house two weeks ago and they had a gas range and, you know, we should vent gas ranges out. It was a, it had the recirculating microwave over the top. And I opened the cover, the doors above it. And I'm going, huh, look at that. Someone put a bathroom fan <gasps> in this cabinet. They wired it with extension cord. Oh. And then they go outside and they drilled a hole through the bricks for the vent. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know what it cost you to do that? You could have had somebody come in and vent Just this thing. Just do it right. Yeah. <sighs> That's it's crazy. Terrifying. And when you turn on the button, the light came on on the fan and everything. <laughs> I said, this is really ingenious. It's totally wrong, but it's, it's totally, ingenious. Yeah, like a, I have to give it to you. This a is fart fan yeah, over the a, gas yeah. range. Yeah, and you had to open the doors to get it to, to work, get it to, to turn work. it on. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I see those in reports, like, and I don't see them in person like you but just like the things that people oh. and i'm sure my husband's done not that but <laughs> well that's what they keeps get it. real creative with like especially electric you know oh kind of yeah an, we had one that had like an extension like it was basically powering the entire little back house like through this like extension cord <laughs> running just through the yard totally up to even, code yeah totally up to the code. non-existent yeah. code totally no code. up to code yeah. uh so dale we also love asking people you know what is what is your favorite part of your job? What gets you out of bed in the morning? You know, the old saying, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And I really love inspecting houses. Oh, Dale. It's great. That's amazing. I mean, you see, you know, you go in a hoarder's house. It may not be the best part of the day, but you're in there, so you might as well get it done. But I, I just, I'm a house guy. Yeah. In fact, I used to walk through these houses when they were built, being built. And over in Meadows West, I would walk through those houses when they were being built. Just to, hey, how are they doing this? This is what they're doing. Hey. I love that. You know, I so. love that too because I feel the same way. Every time I'm tired, I, I get another call for another buyer or I get a referral like we've talked about recently, Heather. And I get all jazzed up again. Mm-hmm. I am excited. It doesn't matter if it's midnight. I don't care. I, I suddenly have all that energy. And very similar to what you've said, I just go in a lot of homes. I did that before I had my license. And yeah. I feel like you have to have a love for houses, literally, yeah. to be in this industry. Right, Heather? And appreciation. And like, I think you may or may not agree, but I love, because I do a lot of older homes in, in the neighborhoods that I kind of work including my own so it could be over 100 years old and I think I love it when inspector like you or another realtor like appreciates that oh my gosh they don't even the fact that this house is in such great shape for its age you know they don't make houses like this anymore but sometimes (laughs) you know truly like true though it can scare a lot of buyers when of course they're looking for everything to be up to code but also I appreciate Mm -hmm. yeah I appreciate sometimes I'm like this is I mean, it's beautiful I, and historical. Yeah, I'll see brand new home, which is on one of my questions. Like, do you recommend somebody have an inspection when they're doing a new build, or do you get there's, that a lot? Yeah, I, I did one. Well, I did a warranty yesterday. There's two ways to go. Um, you do a new build. You can do a new build before 
like a week before okay. they do their walkthrough. Yes. You know, and then you catch what they didn't Right, catch. got it. Or you can wait till the 11-month mark right. and do a warranty that's inspection at that That's usually what I recommend. Me yeah. too. Yeah. That's the, diff- such- the difference is on a warranty inspection, builders will not repair any cracks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Houses are settling. They're cracking. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to fix it. If you catch the cracks before they close, they'll have to fix it. But, mm-hmm. you know, normally those cracks are developing as a house is settling and houses all settle. Yes. I so. have a question about foundation. I obviously know you're not a structural engineer. And it's, again, between you, I'm saying you, like inspectors coming in and like ruining our lives often. Foundation is like the F word. Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's totally the F word. But I get here's my question for you because we have so many buyers that walk into houses and they see a crack and some of them it doesn't phase and some of them lose their minds. They yeah. freak out. And I always I, I guess the reason I want to ask your opinion about foundation in Texas is because we often joke that if we ask a foundation person about that, it's like asking a barber if you need a haircut. Yeah. And so from your expertise, you know, when is there when should you be concerned yeah. and when should you not? The track tells us what we need to look at. People okay. don't, people mm-hmm. say, oh, is this up to code? We have to follow track standards of practice. Okay. They tell us what's a defect and what's not. A okay. Defect. And on foundations, they're very specific on if you call that foundation defective. Trek says if there's gaps between the bricks and the windows. Okay. If there's gaps at the siding joints. Okay. If you can see differential brick movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go in the house, if doors are not opening and closing. I'm literally thinking of the house I lived in for 10 years. It, it absolutely <laughs> met all check, of this criteria. Check, in check. fact, the inspector looked at us and said, I wouldn't buy it. And we were like, great. And we still bought it. Keep going. Keep going. So you're looking at doors opening and closing and cracks okay horizontal cracks horizontal you know, cracks. You know, yes vertical cracks and horizontal you're in that yeah. area okay and if we see that the state makes every inspector determine if the foundation is performing or not performing okay so then we click the not performing box because and then you have to name those so you've got the evidence to support right. performing or not performing right. no. so uh, and so that's actually Awesome, right? To me, that's the takeaway. If we look at the report, and yes, there were cracks in the house, and X, Y, and Z, which box was checked, right? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And I love that too. And if I go in and I see a lot of this stuff, I carry a level with me. I'm going to start measuring your foundation at that point in time. I'll, I'll measure it like the foundation guys do. Okay. And if it's more than two inches out, I call it. It's not performing, and you need to get a... We have to say you have to get a structural, structural engineer. engineer. That's yeah. what we're required to say right. because, you know, if you say, oh, we're going to get a foundation guy, this guy's going to come in, hey, you need 32 peers. I'm telling you, welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I, had the, like the, yeah, I had a guy come in and say, yeah, I think 22 peers on a different house. And then you bring in another company, it was like six. And if you bring in an engineer, most of them will say you don't need peers. You need to do watering or you need to remove yes. this yes. or that. Yes, yes. Another so, fascinating fact. And, and like if you're going to list a house and you think there's foundation issues, it's better to go hire that engineer right then and get the report. And then when they come in say, there's foundation, my foundation company says there's issues. Yeah. No, I got the report. Right yeah. There. It's not from a also engineer. A fantastic. Tip. I know. Thank you, Dale. So yeah, Dale, what, what's the, what's the, the, I hate to say the least favorite part of your job. What makes you want to stay in bed in the morning and, and not go do an inspection? Um, <laughs> We've we've stumped steep roofs. We've stumped the bed. Oh, steep roofs! Oh my god, steep roofs! You're not still getting up there, are you? 
I go on. I try to go on every roof. Yeah, sixty-five years old. I'll, Dale, I'll be you up sure on roof. because the amount of inspections I'll see that says, "Sorry, couldn't get it on the roof. Sorry, couldn't get under the house." I'm like, those are huge parts of the house. Yeah. They are to- huge, but I am concerned for your well-being, I know, sir. You need to and I would careful. like you to stop doing that, please. Yeah. Well, what is your I'm wife's name? Marianne. Marianne. She comes. She helps you some, right? Yeah, she can get on the roof too. Okay. Oh, I was oh, going to say she. I don't know. Marianne, tell them to Marianne. stop getting on the roof. Come on. <laughs> I know but you're y'all are a great Marianne. team. I am a licensed drone pilot. Oh, so okay. I have an FAA drone license. This is where the aeronautics is coming in. It in the state of Texas, roof. You know, you'll see roofers flying drones. Yeah. If they don't have a license. It's a two th- minimum two thousand dollar fine. You in hear the state that, of roofers? Texas. Get your act together. Get your license. So it's real easy to get a license. So I've got it. Nice. So I've got a license. So, so you I, could, you cover steep. it head to toe. Yeah, you I do see. it all. Yeah. I, I let me tell you a quick story about Marianne. I want to hear all the stories about Marianne. I, we went to a real estate company once and I made the, we were doing our little talk and I made the mistake of saying, hi, I'm Dale Sherman, chubby hubby home inspections. This is my wife, Mary Ann. She's also an inspector. I call her the chubby hubby yet. So I got that look from the back of the room. Yeah. This is not good. Never. This is not good. In the same sentence, do you say So when I got got home, I, I got it. You know, and I didn't see her for She's two like, days. Work on this name thing. <laughs> and I didn't see her for two days. That's how long it took for the swelling to go down to my eyes before I could get them open. No, that's not true. Oh but <laughs> I didn't oh, call her that. Dale. I know better than that. Oh. I've been married twice. You're smarter on the second <laughs> one. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> that's the secret. You're right? a dumbass on the first one. I've told my son. That makes and us my, feel better. That right? does. I've yes. told my son and yeah. my son-in-law, you can be right. Or you can be happy, but you cannot be both. Brilliant, uh, genius, word, and, truer words have never been and spoken. And I'll be talking to my son. I'll say, what are you doing today? Well, we're going to go do this. I said, why are you going to do that? And he says, you can be right or you can be happy. <laughs> says, Got it. So basically, your new company is called Happy Wife, Happy Life <laughs> yeah. is, is pretty much what we're about to change yeah. it to. Okay. I, I, Marianne's a stellar inspector. I mean, she can walk in the front door and she go, I smell gas. Oh, She's a bloodhound. She's oh, like, yeah. And I'm like way in the back the corner with my gas detector, and I finally find it. I mean, it's <gasps> oh. amazing. Or she'll walk in. I smell mold, and she'll go around. It's right there. Dale. It's amazing. That's yeah. incredible. Mary, she's, more so. Mary Ann, way to yeah, go, sister. Yeah. I mean, I'll get a picture of a crack on a wall. I'm going, my God, it's huge. It looks like looks like the Grand Canyon. I'll go, and so where's this crack? It's right there. She blew her phone up. Oh. 20 <laughs> no, that's not. It's we don't need not, them to be that big. We don't need that big. <laughs> The scale is down. An interesting so theme that I'm that I'm Just obviously like, seeing <laughs> once we've been going through these interviews is that actually a lot of uh, couples, a lot of people we've interviewed, their significant other is in the industry. Whether it uh, so you guys are both inspectors. We had Steve Harding on. Him and his wife are both yeah. lenders. Grant and Kelly. Grant and Kelly. That's realtor and appraiser. I, it's fascinating. Yeah. That everybody just said, you know what? Let's jump in this clown town. Yeah. Uh, and let's see what we can do because it is crazy. Because. When I would go through those houses being built, she'd be right with me. Right. What do you think they're making here? Well, they're doing this, and this is why they're doing it, and this is how I can tell. So she yeah. loves houses, too. She loves houses, too. Oh, she would it. live in a 1909 pier and beam right now. Mm-hmm. I am the ultra-modern kind of guy. Oh. Love it. So we settled on a house in Ridgely Hills with cast iron plumbing. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's clay foundation. Cast iron plumbing is the C word. That is the C word. And I, which are we allowed to say that know. on this? I, I mean, you know it's how I talk. It's a word that but starts with C. That's I'm exactly saying, right. Yeah. I'm glad you've, edit that out. I'm glad you've brought it Crappy. up. Crappy. 
Crappy. Perfect. Don't say crappy, kids. (laughs) I'm glad you brought it up, Heather, though, because I will tell you, I don't, foundation does not bother me after doing this as long as I have. But when I see a house that I know has a slab foundation with cast iron plumbing, and I know the hoops we are about to have to jump through in order to make sure that there is not a leak, which would include just for the listener, it's obviously probably going to be a foundation or structural engineer coming out. It's going to be a hydrostatic plumbing test. So we've already engaged two different vendors. In addition to you, Dale, the inspector, we're already three vendors deep on this house and I am tired, but would you, you would probably recommend that to any buyer right yep. that they have that done uh when you uh talk about people in wedgwood i'm gonna buy a house in wedgwood i said you got cast iron plumbing you've got trees and you got foundation <laughs> we'll start with that yeah yeah and that yeah. puts us all in a tricky place and, and then i tell them the story i did a house for a youth minister who was moving to benbrook he was buying a house that was vacant they just did foundation work and i said did they do the hydrostatic test he goes i don't know I said, you have cast iron plumbing. Yep. You need to get this scoped out. Yeah. Got to scope it out. Okay. They never did. They moved in. Oh, God. Two weeks later, raw sewage bubbled <gasps> through the floor. Every bit of cast iron under that house was rotted out. And when Brian and I did the house, we ran water for three hours. Oh, my but God. But the house had sat vacant, so that water was soaking into the ground. It wasn't until the ground got saturated that it, it came, came up, back up and they had to go in and cut two foot around every wall in that house and replace the sheetrock. I, I often use the words worst nightmare. It's this one. Yeah. I, I forget everything else I've ever said. It's this one. And really fast. The reason that we are making such a big deal again, sometimes I want to remind the listener who might not be in real estate, why we don't like cast iron, or I shouldn't say don't like, but why we get nervous around cast iron plumbing. And can you confirm it's because it lasts what about oh, 50 years, 50 to 75 years. Okay. And it rots from the inside out. So you never <sighs> see it. Oh, um, what genius put those in all those now, years ago. Now, when people are buying a pier and beam and I see cast iron, I, I talk to them. I say, you got cast iron, you know, but the nice thing is you can replace it. We down can here. get to it easily. My house, we had a eight by eight foot tunnel under my house. You, Marianne and I went in and we're sitting there looking around. <laughs> Just on a cozy day, they had Marianne take, and I crawled into the house. <laughs> they took Just all to the cast out. iron out of both bathrooms <gasps> and to the front and replaced it all. With PVC. It I, PVC. I love it when I see it at Wedgwood, Ridgely Hills, and it's like, oh, plumbing New. updated. I'm yeah. plumbing. Great. That's all we need. That's all I need. But I, I'm glad that you've you've given that description because that is the problem. You walk in, cast iron only lasts 50, 75 years. These homes are, are hitting that point. Mm-hmm. We're getting to that point, And all of a sudden, there's a very good chance they're rotting. And that nightmare Benbrook story you just told, yep. that could happen. Now, inspectors in Texas, they can scope out lines. Okay. We are now... You go to school, you can scope up, but I don't do that because they only teach you to go from the clean out to the street. Well, that's not my issue. My issue is what's going on under this house. Exactly. I don't do it. I I know a couple companies that just do that. They do under the house. So I recommend them. And I was going to say, that's another good thing about making sure you have that good inspector is because they're going to have those additional people that they can refer and recommend to us. Absolutely. Well, let's end on a high note. Absolutely. And talk about black mold. (laughs) All right. So here's what I run across. A, okay, first of all, I'll be honest. I don't know anything about it. I was in the Houston area. I feel like when there was this whole blow up with black mold in that area. So I, I, I will... 
I don't know, every fourth house, I'll have somebody come in and there will be, there was moisture at some time and there is mold. And buyers will be like, it's black mold. Absolutely. You know, what is that? I'm How so do, glad you asked, Heather, because I, I, I don't know I'm what like, it no, is. I'm like, See me, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I swear to God, I don't know what it is, and I don't know wh- how to look for it like, and where is, to find it. Is it a thing for What's real? wrong? I yes. My view is there's mold in every house. Ooh. Okay. If you've ever okay. had a leak, there's probably a little bit of mold on the she-ra. Okay. Yeah. If you have a continued leak, that's when it kind of gets bad. Okay. Okay. Um, in the state of Texas, you could be mold certified. And I was mold certified. And then they changed it to where the Texas Environmental Protection Agency now takes over mold. And you have to go back to school. You have, it's like a week-long class. And then you have to carry like a million five of insurance oh, to no. do mold inspections. I carry a million five anyway. Right. So Because you're on roofs. Because I'm on roofs nervous. and I do some big houses. Right, so. Right. Um, state only requires a hundred thousand. Well, you can't replace oh. anybody's house at a hundred thousand uh, dollars. No. So I go not here. Yeah, five. I wish. So I think there's mold in every house. It's just how bad is it? You know, the rule is is from the construction side, you can clean ten square foot of mold, ten ten foot of mold. Okay. Right? Uh, I mean, if you put your finger on it and you're pushing in the sheetrock, then Ooh. all that's coming out. We got to find the leak and go from there. Okay. But you know, you do it. Everybody says, oh, put bleach on it. Well, don't put bleach on mold. You do soap and water okay. on mold. Okay. Because there's some bleach that doesn't kill mold. So so we're that's more so we're looking for a leak. Like if someone just hasn't cleaned their shower in a while and yeah. there's some mold right. in there, yeah, that's so not. The buyers yeah. will see the mold that's in the shower. I'm like, black mold. Yeah. <laughs> we got black mold. Yeah, you got black mold because they used the wrong caulk. Okay. And the caulk yes. is moldy. And the caulk is caulk is. Yeah, careful. And careful. There's that C word. And while you're in here cleaning it, you may want to pull that wad of hair out that's down in oh, that tree. Oh, Again. Uh, all right. There's that Dale. high note. Dale, I think we're going to have you back because I don't think we even touched on your life experience stories. Exactly. And because this is real estate driven, we're keeping with that theme, but I mean, we'll do a special episode. We'll do a special episode of your stories that outside of the inspecting world. I've got crazy. Because you, you told us a few. (laughs) And, and they're not for all ears, but we're, we're going to make sure that we, that we um, have you back or maybe we'll do a, um, a second segment like for Instagram or something like that. Cause we're millennials and we're real cool. Dale. Dale. Are you on social media? Does chubby hubby have an Instagram? All right. Instagram. Facebook. Oh, we'll tag you, Dale. We'll absolutely tag you. Um, I'll come back and tell you the story about being well lubricated on the seventh floor (laughs) of a building we were living in in Bahrain, and they bet me I couldn't pee in a guy's car in the parking lot. I made it because he came to work the next day and said, Man, there's stuff all over my car. It looks like pee. Wonder how that happened. He does it all, folks. I try he to do it. Does button, it but all? I, I like to just press one of these buttons. But I don't know what they are. I actually think that was on perfect. a great story. Yeah. Thank you so much, you Dale. We, you're not leaving us forever. You're going to come back. You're going to keep telling the stories and you keep are the updating best. us on what's up to code because it changes every all, day. All those codes yes. that our people are so concerned about all the time. Can't thank you enough. Thank yes. you for your time. Yeah, it's great being here. We'll it was do it so again. fun. Uh, we're I so doing it. Remember this when again. they park your car? Oh God. At the 
It's your party. Oh, yes. It was on me. Yes. Oh, Dale. <laughs> Dale and Chubby Hubby is a big sponsor of our league Christmas party, which none of you guys are invited to unless you're a league agent. But we are so thankful. He had a league morning, basically. He was That's out right. getting ready for that and doing this. And he, He's very dedicated, and we, we love you We're going to share all your information. We have a lot of realtors that listen to this, buyers. I mean, use him. Use Marianne. Use their... Amazing. Cannot recommend Dale yes. with Chubby Hubby Inspections Thanks. enough. You are awesome. Dale, thank you for your time. Anytime. P- please stay off the roofs for the love of God. I'm going to one in a little while. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and and we are going to have you back. And listener, um, thanks for tuning in every yes. week. Seriously, thanks for letting us gab. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real.